0: This is the 5 o'clock News Block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM.
1: Brought to you by the Town Crier Wire. In the newsroom, I'm Andrew Green. Police in Benton Harbor and Benton Township are working together along with Michigan State Police, the Berrien County Sheriff's Department, and the FBI on Safe Summer 2023 as they target gun crimes. U.S. Attorney for the Western District of Michigan Mark Totten announced the program's launch this morning at Benton Harbor City Hall. We know that gun violence has a disparate impact upon people of color. If you are a black boy in America today, you face eight times as likely a chance of being killed by gunfire as any other children in America. Berrien County, of course, is no exception to these grim statistics. Benton Harbor Public Safety Director Dan McGinnis said they have noticed better cooperation with the public.
0: We've had a kind of for years kind of a spirit of of just kind of apathy and citizens really wouldn't say anything. But now over the last year, we've been having citizens cooperate, calling with tips, and that's led directly uh, to quick and expeditious arrests, especially of violent offenders.
1: Totten says the Safe Summer 2023 initiative is now running throughout the west side of the state in the Upper Peninsula. The Berrien County Board of Commissioners has reached out to township officials across the county to help them plan for green energy projects. At a meeting today, commissioners and township representatives heard from MSU Extension's Tyler Oggs, who has worked on sample zoning rules for wind and solar projects. He told them it serves communities well to be prepared for such developments. It's also appreciated by the developers.
0: One of the things that they're looking for is really just guidance as they go out into communities. They don't know what the rules of the road are, so they often find themselves in protracted developments where it's back and forth. But if communities can be proactive with their planning, like it's designed to do, they can get out there and sort of plant their flag about, listen, this is what's important to us. This is how we want to regulate this. And then developers can have that sort of efficiency of sighting as they look across the
1: state. August focused on possible dual uses for property where solar farms are constructed. He presented several examples of how more could be done with properties that have solar installations and said zoning should cover where the developments are allowed because they can work just about anywhere. Township officials across the county are being advised to prepare for the coming boom in solar and wind energy, being mindful of plans for decommissioning when such projects run their course and County Prosecutor Steve Parangeli has added his voice to a chorus of Michigan prosecutors opposing legislation that would change sentencing rules for some juvenile offenders. He tells us the bills now in the legislature would prohibit life without parole sentences for anyone who committed their offense before their 19th birthday. They'd also be up for parole after 10 years. Paparangeli says in those rare cases, public safety would not be protected. a
0: slap in the face to the families of the victims of some of these most heinous crimes. And also it's a danger to the community for me. That's our main goal and main job is to make sure this community is safe and victims' voices
1: are heard. Rangeli says that Berrien and has had a handful of brutal cases in which the perpetrator was under 19. He says they should receive the appropriate sentence.
0: We elect judges to do a job to help keep our community safe and to enforce the law as it's written. And these laws preclude judges from doing their job and using their discretion.
1: He points to the case of Tommy Richards, who he says committed a sex assault on a 10-year-old child and killed her before disposing of her body. House Bills 4160-64 through 64 and Senate Bills 119-123 through 123 are pending in legislative committees. Perangeli urges everyone to learn more about them. With Memorial Day weekend about here, the Berrien County Sheriff's Department wants everyone to be safe. Under Sheriff Chuck Height tells us that's why they're taking part in a national click-it-or-ticket campaign to make sure drivers are wearing their seatbelts.
0: This is a specific focus from the campaign, so we'll be looking specifically for those violations during the grant time when they, when the officers are patrolling.
1: In 2021, 254 people who were not wearing a seatbelt were killed in Michigan traffic crashes. as an increase of 11% over the previous year when there were 228 fatalities. Hyde says police will pull you over for not buckling up. He reminds those of the rules for Silver Beach this weekend and every day.
0: There is no alcohol allowed at Silver Beach, so we do have a zero tolerance there. and just want people to be able to enjoy themselves in a family-friendly environment so the weather looks good. and We want people to be able to have an enjoyable holiday weekend.
1: Height says you can be ticketed for bringing alcohol to the beach. He advises those who plan to drink to arrange for a ride in advance. He says Memorial Day is one of the bigger holiday periods for drunk driving arrests. Meanwhile, with millions of cars taking to the road this weekend, the Michigan Department of Transportation is removing construction-related lane restrictions on roads where possible. Spokesperson Nick Sharipa tells us they're lifting restrictions in 81 out of 146 construction zones. So how about where they can't do so? The
0: biggest one we have is the northbound work on U.S. 31. So there'll be one lane open in each direction on U.S. 31 between U.S. 12 and M 139. Instead of two in each direction, it's down to one in each direction. So folks travel map stretch. You may see a little bit of a slowdown, but it'll be open to be able to get through.
1: Sharipa adds I-94 in Kalamazoo County, Calhoun County, and Jackson will still have some lanes closed. Also, there are several major construction projects going on in Metro Detroit. He advises everyone hitting the road to check out michigan.gov slash drive to know where there is construction. AAA Michigan is activating its tow-to-go program for Memorial Day weekend. Spokesperson Adrian Woodland tells us with tow-to-go, someone who's had too much to drink can call AAA to avoid having to drive.
0: So the way the program works is AAA dispatches a tow truck to transport the driver and vehicle to a safe location within a 10-mile radius.
1: Woodland says the service is free and you don't have to be a AAA member to use it. It's been around for 25 years now and more than 25,000 impaired drivers have been removed from the road thanks to it. She says tow to go is to be regarded as a last resort, but it's there if you can't find a ride. The number to call is 1 855 the number 2 tow the number 2 go. And the 2023 St. Joseph Stair mural on the bluff is complete. Passersby are once again reveling in its beauty. This year's mural was created by artists Nate Baranowski and Chris Carlson and depicts the different stages of a monarch butterfly on the stairs next to Silver Beach Pizza. Inside a glass jar are the early stages of the butterfly along with their favorite flower, milkweed. A fully formed monarch sits atop the lifelike jar toward the top of the staircase. St. Joe Today's Daniel Crevier tells us more.
0: So we're really excited to be able to bring back the stairs mural this year. We do a temporary stair mural every year. I believe this is our fourth one. Um, So it's our second one with artist Nate Baranowski. You know, really excited that the community, it's it's been so well received in the last 24 hours that it's been completed.
1: The mural is especially fitting as the city of St. Joe plans for a monarch butterfly-protected planting area along the bluff. For more photos and video of the completed mural, you can visit our website. WSJM News Now continues with your Bloomberg Report. WSJM News now continues brought to you by Imperial Furniture and Dewajak, where furniture shopping is fun. The House Freedom Caucus is calling on the House Speaker to hold the line in ongoing debt ceiling talks and even tack on new conditions. Those new demands come as party-line divides emerge about House members leaving for the holiday weekend with no sign of a debt-limit deal in sight. ABC's Justin Finch has more.
0: Seven days before the U.S. could risk unprecedented default, Speaker Kevin McCarthy says there's still time to reach a debt-limit deal even as House members take off for Memorial Day travel. McCarthy not saying Thursday if he and the President have any more meetings planned. If we're not together talking, we're working on our different ideas that we talked about. But House Democrat leader Hakeem Jeffries says this is no time for vacation. It is unfortunate that House Republicans have chosen to get out of town before sundown. Justin Finch, ABC News, Washington.
1: Meanwhile, there's a reality check for debt ceiling negotiators from one of the nation's top three government credit rating agencies. More from Karen Travers.
0: One of the three major credit ratings agencies, Fitch, has put its AAA rating of the U.S. on a negative watch, citing the debt ceiling brinksmanship. This is not a downgrade, but it does serve as a warning that the credit status of the U.S. is at risk. A White House official says this move by Fitch is one more piece of evidence that default is not an option, and it reinforces the need for Congress to quickly pass a, quote, quote, reasonable bipartisan agreement to prevent default. Karen Travers, ABC News, Washington.
1: A hearing on whether an Indianapolis doctor should face disciplinary action after she spoke publicly about providing an abortion to a 10-year-old rape victim from neighboring Ohio has become a political flashpoint. The Medical Licensing Board's hearing today comes after the state's Republican Attorney General accused Dr. Caitlin Bernard of violating state law by not reporting the child abuse case to Indiana authorities, as well as patient privacy laws by telling a newspaper reporter about the treatment. Bernard and her lawyers maintain she followed the law. A man has been charged in Columbus, Ohio with raping the girl. The Supreme Court today handed down a ruling in the case of a 94-year-old grandmother whose home was seized and sold to cover her tax debts. The court ruling opens the doors for her to get some of her money back.
0: All nine Supreme Court justices deciding unanimously in favor of 94-year-old Geraldine Tyler reversing a lower court's decision. Hennepin County, Minnesota, seized Tyler's home to settle her $15,000 tax debt and sold it for $40,000, pocketing the $25,000 difference and using it for public projects. The high court finding the county violated Tyler's constitutional rights by taking and keeping more than she owed. Justin Finch, ABC News, Washington.
1: Lawmakers in several states are looking to loosen child labor laws even as the federal government cracks down on surging violations. In at least 10 states, lawmakers have proposed letting children work longer hours and more hazardous occupations as a fix for labor shortages. They also say parents have the right to let their kids work without too much paperwork. But advocates against child exploitation are concerned by proposals that would allow children to work late on school nights and serve alcohol in restaurants. Recent investigations by federal authorities found child workers exposed to dangerous conditions in meatpacking plants and automotive factories, as well as industries that have struggled to find adult workers. The Supreme Court has sharply limited the federal government's authority to police water pollution in a certain wetlands. It's the second decision in as many years in which a conservative majority narrowed the reach of government environmental regulations. The outcome could threaten efforts to control flooding on the Mississippi River and protect the Chesapeake Bay, among many projects, according to Justice Brett Kavanaugh. He broke with the other five conservatives on the court. The justices boosted property rights over concerns about clean water and ruling in favor of an Idaho couple who sought to build a house near a lake. And Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton has found himself in some trouble after investigators laid out three hours worth of allegations before a state house committee yesterday. They included claims of favoritism toward political donors and retaliation against Paxton's own employees. This is Jim Ryan. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton has responded to the probe by demanding that Texas House Speaker Dade Phelan, a fellow Republican, be removed from office. Last Thursday, this was Phelan on the House floor. The question occurs on the adoption resolution. This is a record required by the Constitution? They click to ring the bell. On Friday... Mr. Speaker, i move adoption. Mr. Campbell,
0: the amendment. amendment is acceptable to the author. Is there objection to the adoption amendment? The is
1: adopted. Paxton says Phelan was drunk. Phelan supporters note that it was the end of a 14-hour day at 1 in the morning. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas. WSJM News now continues with your weather forecast.